0: Hi everyone, thanks for joining me today for this episode of Data Dialogues, the podcast that's all about helping you get the most value out of your data. I'm Julian Redman, General Manager at Certus Insight. For today's episode, I'm joined by Jim Guppy, Data Engineering Manager at Robert Walters. Jim's a highly experienced BI and information management expert. And at Robert Walters, he's leading a team of data engineers on a journey from a traditional data warehouse to a new cloud-based data lake using Data Vault 2.0. Jim's going to share a little bit about how they went through a journey to decide on Data Vault 2.0 as the methodology for their new warehouse, Uh, a bit about how he's helped his team communicate the value of Data Vault 2.0 to non-technical business users, and a little bit about what they've learned so far on their journey. Hi, Jim, thanks for taking time to talk with me today. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about Robert Walters and your role
1: there? Um, certainly. Um, so, Robert Walters uh, is a recruitment organization. Um, we have about 3,700 people globally. Um, we offer uh, recruitment consultancy, staffing, uh, recruitment process outsourcing, and managed services. Um, and we do that across uh, about 31 countries. Um, As the data engineering manager for Robert Walters, uh, I manage a team of uh, experienced and uh, talented data engineers uh, from a diverse range of technical backgrounds. Um, The team's responsible for designing, building, and maintaining uh, data integrations between uh, a number of applications uh, and data pipelines um, to uh, allow you know, data analytics and, and reporting. Um, we're currently transitioning from uh, traditional on-premise architecture uh, to a cloud-first approach. Um, uh, for our Oracle data, uh, for our data warehouse, this means moving from an Oracle uh, RDBMS to Snowflake. Um, the business uses Microsoft Office three hundred and sixty-five, uh, and some applications and workloads will transition to Azure. Including the use of Power BI for the visual uh, data visualization uh, and analytical layer. Um, On the data engineering side, we evaluated AWS and Azure uh, a couple of years ago uh, and felt that AWS was the route that um, we were more comfortable and confident with. Um, And since these technology changes represent a a great chance to reevaluate many things. Um, we've taken the opportunity to revisit our data warehousing strategy, um, and that's how we came to find DataVault. Yeah,
0: great. I mean, you guys are in a different sort of uh, scenario than some of the other conversations we have with customers, where we do, you know, a case study or, or one of these podcasts. Uh, in that, most of those organisations have finished your, their journey, and they're telling the story about, you know, the the technical build of the platform or, or other aspects of it. Um, What I think is really great for today's discussion is talking really about um, where you're at in your journey and the steps you've taken so far, which is really, I guess, evaluating what approach you're going to take and helping your business, um, I guess, get across the differences and the nuances of of those decisions um, and building a business case to go forward. So um, maybe can you talk a little bit about the journey you've gone on so far um, on evaluating Data Vault 2? Um, and other methodologies and how you made that choice that that DV2 was the way you wanted to go?
1: Um, Certainly. Um, Well, I encountered Data Vault for the first time a few years ago, uh, when I was researching data tools and methodologies. Um, But It was when I attended a meetup hosted by Certus in 2017 and met Dan instead, um, that I started to understand the concepts and how it could benefit an organization implementing it. Um, With the various changes that have occurred in our technology and transformation department over the last couple of years coupled with that first uh, cloud first architectural approach I mentioned we've reached a point where we've been able to explore data vault 2.0 as a strategy option um, For me it seemed obvious from the outset that DV 2.0 was a contender um, but you have to do your due diligence uh, and uh, and convince people who may maybe haven't heard of it. Um, I think my only initial reservation about Data Vault was the need to store a much larger volume of data than we'd been doing with our on-premise data warehouse, Um, and possibly that many case studies referred to um, the benefits seen by organizations who had a massive data throughput um, and were replacing uh, very expensive data warehousing technologies like Teradata. as storage has become so relatively inexpensive and cloud-based data warehouse uh, solutions with consumption-based price model uh, pricing models have emerged, um, I think those concerns have been mitigated. Um, yeah. It's taken nearly a couple of years since I first proposed adopting Data Vault 2.0 to reach uh, the point where we are now. Um, We developed a business case and uh, patiently built momentum. Um, Certus has certainly helped me to gather information and examples to support that, uh, as well as development, uh, sorry, develop an implementation strategy involving training for a team located across multiple continents and time zones. Um, I think during that time, some factors have fallen into place. Uh, We've adopted the Scrum Agile framework. Uh, having transitioned through Kanban, um, established that cloud-first architectural approach, um, and uh, made the decision to use AWS for, the, for our data pipelines um, and Data Lake, uh, and then obviously Snowflake as a, as our data warehouse. Um, I think with most of the building blocks in place, um, the argument for adopting Data Vault 2.0 has strengthened, strengthened, sorry, to the point of uh, irresistibility.
0: Yeah, oh, that's good. So um, you have mentioned agile and cloud and a number of technologies. Um, and when we're talking about data vaults to, to people who are new to it, we, we often mention things like the ability to automate um, and its ability to adapt to change and scale and those sorts of things. What were the key attributes when it came to the methodology that you found were important for an organization? Um, of your size.
1: Um, uh, well, I think um, the the methodology uh, really helps you to tackle um, the the how of of what you're going to do. Um, the You know the data modeling is one part of the equation um, and, and obviously important. Um, but really having a clear idea of how you are going to implement um, the, the solution both in in the short term, the immediate uh, building out of, of what's required now um, but also how that can then be developed further um, you know through time as you know new data sources, new business requirements and, and things uh, arrive um, I think, um, we, when, when we were evaluating things, we wanted to find um, an approach which would address the main criticisms of our existing data warehouse. Um, in, in essence, the time and resources required uh, to yeah. make new functionality available um, and the remediation of, of issues. Um, I think there's a, a layer of obfuscation uh, in the traditional ETL uh, and, and data where it's sort of intra-data warehouse processes, um, which has left uh, a, a lot of technical debt um, and a very steep learning curve for, for any data engineers trying to develop and maintain it. Um, so per- personally, I, I was adamant that we found something that was uh, standards-based, um, and thereby helps to ensure um that reg- reg- i think regardless of whoever works on a particular section um, of the data warehouse we can have reasonable confidence uh in in this following a particular approach um, to which we've all subscribed and uh, um you know have have confidence in yeah i, no, think- I-
0: I agree completely. Uh, yeah, it's it's almost like having the blueprint to the whole house, but just deciding which room you want to build, um, rather it, than it, you know, and, and being able to know where you're going to go next without without messing everything up. So,
1: yes, ab- absolutely. Um, and I think yeah, I think that the, the repeatable nature of uh, of DV two um, uh, really feeds into into that. I think the. Um, we needed to make sure that whatever approach we had was was scalable and flexible um, to address those concerns um, mm. uh, that we that we'd had with adding new sources um, and data models to our existing data warehouse. Um,
0: so, so is when you, I mean obviously data warehouses by their nature are quite a technical thing to talk about, but we need to convince business users who maybe don't have a technical background, that this is a good idea to, to go and spend quite a lot of money uh, and develop them. How, do you, how did you guys sort of tackle that part of it of, of articulating why this would be different to, to you know maybe what had gone before or, or the benefits of, of a dv 2 based data warehouse to non-technical
1: audiences? <laughs> Sure. Um, look, to be honest, the fact that we presented this as a, a, an industry standard methodology um, has meant that we've not received any great resistance to adopting Data Vault 2.0. Um, specifically, addressing the concerns around speed to market uh, and accuracy of data uh, to eliminate the complex troubleshooting issues um, has, I believe, uh, left the non-technical business audience with much greater confidence than they have had previously. Um, I think although this is a challenging time for most businesses, we've been able to demonstrate that following DV 2.0, in conjunction with our Cloud First approach and Snowflake in particular, uh, will allow us to transition uh, from our existing data warehouse, and thereby eliminate that fixed cost. Um, Whilst it requires a, a disciplined approach, um, being able to identify the cost of specific workloads uh, enables us to give an indication uh, of the overall cost um, of developing and delivering a, a data solution to the business. Um, and that, in turn, uh, helps the business to prioritize and, and us to then set uh, expectations uh, accordingly. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's obviously begin can... Um... Prove to the business that you can be responsive, then confidence goes up. It's probably those early phases where it's a little bit harder where you almost need to say, trust me. You know, But I think I guess the, the examples, the case studies and the fact that it, there is you know, such a wide body of organisations now using DB2 probably helps. Um, so you've got a pretty small team. And from what I understand, they're they're pretty much spread around the globe. So, have you had to kind of have uh, thoughts or or planning around how you're going to set up that team to support a cloud-based warehouse um, globally?
1: Um, Well, I think having having made the transition to an agile uh, development framework and settling on Scrum in particular, um, we found that we're able to break things down. and deliver incrementally. Um, and that ensures that our internal customers and, and stakeholders are able to see progress uh, and have better visibility of the of the development process. Um, the fact that Data Vault 2.0 fits w- with uh, and benefits from um, such an agile approach uh, is a key factor in, in, in making this work. I think with a small team, uh, we need to be able to break things down Um, and and break down the data warehousing efforts into manageable pieces, um, which can be completed in a two-week sprint. Mm -hmm. Um, We are really focus on on starting very small um, to allow the team to put the training into practice um, and ensure we get things right. Um, I think if you've got a small team, you really can't afford to accrue technical debt. Um, So we'd rather get a very limited scope um, of delivery working really well the first time um, we're then able to, to to build evidence of how um, how, how much we're actually delivering um, and I think in parallel we're researching the automation technologies uh, uh, and we'll conduct a, a rigorous POC um, yeah. so that we can demonstrate um, the uh, the additional um, ac- acceleration that we should be able to achieve by adopting uh, that that sort of technology, um, and that I think will 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 help the business to understand, um, you know, how it can invest in uh, the, the 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 speed of de- delivering those solutions that that it would like to see. Um, and, uh, and I understand the value in doing that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's great if you can prove
0: value and deliver often, it uh, certainly builds the trust there. Look, I mean, that's, um, that's a great story. I really appreciate you joining us today to tell us a little bit about where you're at. Um, really good luck with the POC. I hope that goes well. Um, and, yeah, and thanks for coming on and sharing some of your thoughts.
1: Thanks very much, Julian. Uh, It's it's great to be able to to share this with us. Um, We're obviously at the beginning of our our Data Vault journey, really, but uh, we're very excited about it and uh, looking forward to making some really good progress.
0: Great. We'll we'll have you back to to have another chat once uh, you're further down down the road.
1: Excellent. Thanks,
0: Thanks, Julian. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to access additional resources on today's topic, be notified when new episodes of Data Dialogues go live and access valuable information management resources and news, head over to certasolutions.com forward slash Dialogues, or follow the link in the description. I hope you'll join me on the next episode.